world war three is here with us it's knocking on our door you and i will not survive it hey guys welcome 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 if you're on any podcast platform be it spotify google podcast apple podcast anchor tune in at fai podcast if you're watching me on my youtube channel hey 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 welcome to my channel i am abby the queen b bless that subscribe button by clicking on it click on it and subscribe to my youtube channel that will mean a lot to me show some love click on that bell icon to get notified and a little ping ping on your phone anytime that i upload if you haven't followed me on instagram what are you waiting for please follow me on my instagram page that will mean a lot follow me on my instagram page at abiruki queen if you need to chit chat you can dm me over there we can talk about anything and everything i am there for you boo boo today i want to bring the diplomat stroke the international relations specialist out of me i have sat for too long in class four years those are eight semesters in class studying international relations and politics and diplomacy uh so today i just want to give my views on the russian ukrainian uh, conflict is this the start of world war three are we already in the war or is the war coming hmm food for thought anyways sit back relax and enjoy feel educated feel entertained get a little history here and there if you didn't do history in high school or university that is okay you can get enough history from here so that when your friends are talking about this issue the ukrainian russian crisis you can pitch in and say something and they'll be like eh nowadays you become a scholar say yes abby sent me here and i am your scholar <laughs> anyways tune in i'm going to state this as simple as possible in layman's language so july of 1914 world war one erupted lasted for four years until 1918 there are so many things that contributed to the world war one starting it's not just one thing that you can pinpoint i'll give an example if today you just you just start uh, piling things or dumping things in your closet you dump you dump today monday tuesday wednesday you're dumping you're dumping one day it will just need one sock or just one pair of panties or one handkerchief something as small as that and your whole closet will bust out with your clothes because it has had enough right same to europe a lot of things were in the air tensions were rising things that were that happened were unresolved so there was a pile of so many things that the eventual thing that happened that led to the world war 1 uh, was you know the sock in the closet it was the last thing that made the countries decide that we've had enough so we'll start with the rise of germany you see um industrialization majorly started in western europe countries such as the uk and france were the leading countries when it came to industrialization and countries up to now they like to maintain the status quo what is status quo status quo is like for example today in kenya we are known to be the leading country in production of coffee we do not want any other country to overtake us we don't want to be challenged we want to maintain our status in the world that we are the leading countries in uh, production of coffee same to europe uh, france and the uk wanted to maintain their status as the uh leading countries in industrialization however germany was rising and she was rising fast when it came to industrialization and this posed a threat to france and uk and they saw this as a threat so 
tensions, tensions. Second, Franco-German war. There was like a war. And as we, we are going to see, a lot of this war revolved around territorial uh, uh, territorial conflict. Like countries want more territories to themselves. So German decided that part of northern France, known as Alsons and Lorraine, will is part of Germany. So they invaded France and they took over Alsons and and um, Alsons and Lorraine. The French military came to the defense of France. Unfortunately, they lost the war and Lorraine and Alsons was allocated to Germany. However, this created a kind of a grudge um, between France and Germany. Yes, we, you have won the war, Germany, but we are still feeling like this was not justice. So there was a contention when Franco-German war erupted. Sec we next scramble for our dear mother Africa. Our dear motherland Africa, these people came to scramble for land over here. They, you know what? I have just studied this and I've realized it was nothing to do with racism or people being uh, narcissistic. These people just wanted more territory to themselves. Um, so they came to scramble for more territory here in Africa. And these uh, major countries in Europe that wanted territory here in Africa, there was... Um, tension among them because everybody wants the big piece everybody wants the big piece of land and germany was allocated a very small part of africa so she was feeling left out or feeling isolated tensions tensions tension tensions next militarism militarism is the ability of a country to post, to post, to possess military personnel sorry to possess uh, military equipment so at, at at some point germany actually started rising when it came to military they had um they had now new military equipment modern ones the the military personnel was rising they had invested a lot in their military and of course if today here in kenya we see that in uganda their the half of their budget is going to military they are buying modern equipment their personnel are rising we as the neighbors we are going to question what is happening are they threatening for anything for a future war so that created tensions in europe and now the sock, the final sock in the closet is the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, who was the leader of Serbia, and he decided he's going to visit Bosnia. There's a whole history about this. So if you want to read the history, you just go on the internet and Google. So he, he went to visit Bosnia. Unfortunately, the leader of Bosnia, Apis, he plotted an assassination. And in broad daylight, the Archduke, uh, Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated together with his wife. They were shot. And now this led to declaration of war. Great Britain and France declared war on Germany. And Germany declared war the rest of the world. <laughs> so... We cannot clearly say that this was a world war until many other countries are involved. The definition of a world war is when there's a war, more, um, I mean, a lot of countries in the world are involved. It's not just between two or three countries. So Germany now gained alliance, uh, friends, allies, sorry. They gained allies such as Austria-Hungary, Ottoman Empire, and now we know is at Turkey. Then France and Britain had their own Russia, which is very ironical because right now Russia is on the other side of the spectrum. Then Italy, Japan, 
soon in the world war ii we'll see the united nations following um united, uh, united states they will create an alliance with great britain and france but for now it was um russia italy and japan and together they fought the germans and the end of world war ii 1918 the germans lost the war and there were also repercussions to the war because germans were told to surrender their territories abroad the disarmament there are so many other things just like sanctions work nowadays so we we right now we can say germans were sanctioned so that really took a toll on the economy 21 years later 1939 world war ii erupted um now this uh, came when Germany was stronger. There was a new leader who was the leader of the Nazi party known as Adolf Hitler. And Adolf Hitler has had actually invested a lot in military and economy of Germany. So Germany was strong as a whole 21 years later. And, you know, there were so many unresolved issues with World War One. So they decided, you know what, we're going to claim it all back, what they took from us. And so Hitler invaded Poland. And this did not did not sit well with Britain and France, and they declared war on Germany. And Germany was stronger now. This time they were stronger, stronger, stronger. So they invaded many other places: Norway, Denmark, France. Actually, they took all of France. Can you imagine all of France? The French leaders had to evacuate France to go to their colonies abroad. So that they can work from there because france was no longer there it was uh with germany and um it looked like germany is gonna war it's gonna win the war this time and now germany had a new ally by the name mussolini who was the leader of italy then and mussolini again um they formed an alliance with germany and together they decided to invade the soviet union they invaded until they were about to reach moscow and where the temperatures over there are bad, the winter was terrible. Also, because the the United Nations decided, not the United Nations, the United States decided to join the the war uh, on the French side and the Great Britain side. They their military helped the Soviet Union get rid of the German uh, military. Also, they gained access to France again and slowly germany is losing japan on the other side decided that they're going to invade hawaii claiming it as their own now you don't mess with the u.s you don't mess with the u.s soil the u.s decided no way um and the end of world war ii this is when the united nations uh, i keep saying united nations i don't know why this is when the united states decided uh, enough is enough and they bombed nagasaki and hiroshima in japan and also adolf hitler committed suicide which of course weakened the army of the the military of the germans and slowly they were defeated and eventually they surrendered so that marked the end of world war ii I'm sorry if I'm going way too fast. This is just like a recap so that you can get um, some backbone to why this is happening right now uh, with Russia and Ukraine. So there was formation of the United Nations, which is majorly to uh, maintain peace and prevent another war. But later on, there was the 
Cold War which came, this was not a military war, it was not fought on the ground, this was an ideological war. And now the Eastern Bloc took the communism ideology and the Western Bloc took the capitalism ideology. Clearly we cannot say who won because up to date people still have their own ideology. Um, but there was aftermath of the Cold War which led to the Soviet Union disintegrating. There was formation of new states that came from the Soviet Union, uh, some of them being Latvia, Croatia, and Slovakia, all that. And yeah, Cold War ended. However, the aftermath of World War II led to formation of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. This is a collective security. That means if you attack one of our members, you've attacked us all. And member states are like the United Nations, Canada, UK and France. These are the winners, so to say, of the World War II. But soon they recruit other members such as Italy, Spain, mostly in the Western Europe um, and North America. So there comes this time when uh, NATO decided that they are going to recruit Germany. Once you get to Germany, now you're almost clearly in Eastern Europe. And NATO struck a deal with Russia because now this was a threat to Russian security. That NATO, this will be the last country you're recruiting into, into your own organization. Germany is the last one. You're not going to come any closer to us. You're not going to come East Europe, Eastern side of Europe. And that was an agreement that was made. But however, NATO did not, um, they did not hit to, did not hit, they did not, um, honor their agreement so they start they continued recruiting other members especially from eastern europe countries such as slovakia as um uh greece greece is actually north of europe but they consider it as eastern whatever bulgaria latvia slovakia slovenia slovakia croatia lithuania and Russia was just at the back bench looking at NATO. What are you doing? Because clearly NATO is sending a message. And Russia is this jealous boyfriend who has ex-girlfriends and does not want to let them go. Does not want them to join other organizations. And now this was some tension, okay? But what was... Um, the nail in the coffin was when NATO um, had an interest in Ukraine. Ukraine is at the doorstep of Russia. You just we talk at what point in Russia, you go to Ukraine. So when NATO um, posed an interest on Ukraine, of course, this was sending a direct message to Russia that we are going to equip these people so that they come against you because of course when you join NATO they equip you with your, their own military they train you, they give you the modern, their modern equipment etc. and Russia is like a partner no it's the jealous boyfriend who says if nobody's gonna have you oh sorry, if you're not, I'm not gonna have you nobody else is gonna have you so, <clears throat> excuse me Russia decided no, we're going to invade Ukraine Ukraine is part of Russia so that is where we are today. Russia has invaded Ukraine because Ukraine, you're part of Russia, part of the eastern side. You're not going to go to the North Atlantic organization. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. And um, yes, that's where we are sitting today. 
the reason for me saying we are already into the war is we have already seen tensions before part of the tensions by the way we said this and people said um these are just conspiracy theories 2019-2020 coronavirus that was a biological war there's so much you can say about that but yes the war started one long time ago it is just being actualized right now in the ground on the ground with military we have seen the american military going to poland you know these are just similarities poland is also mentioned in world war ii when germany invaded poland i mean poland are just like they're just like battlegrounds these people don't want to destroy their cities they are just looking for battlegrounds ukraine poland all those countries they are their battlegrounds so yeah that's where we are today tensions have been there right now we are just seeing the actualization of the tensions which is um, not a full-blown scale war it's just a minor micro war which can escalate and um soon now we'll start seeing countries speaking sides because i've seen russia not russia i've seen china very quiet i'm really wondering you know china if you read the history of china you'll be surprised china was as poor if not worse as um africa was we were in the same page and china eventually rose now it's among the superpowers but it's not being acknowledged um and that is leaving the Chinese people feeling like they're out of, you know, the big table of the, the big countries. So they are trying to prove a point that, yes, we are the superpower of the world right now. And people have, people will do anything for power. That's what we are, we are seeing right now. Uh, shifting of power. Power, some people will argue it's a unipolar system in the world where United States is the superpower. Some people will argue it's a bipolar maybe US and UK some people will argue it's a multipolar US, UK and the EU I mean there, there are so many theories you can listen to so I don't know where we are going and why I said we are not going to survive World War 3 because World War 1, World War 2 these were military not military, these people were fighting with guns, bullets um, tanks, helicopters now we are going to see a much more worse war because already russia has they have already threatened on nuclear weapons nuclear weapons that is to wipe the face of the earth if nuclear weapons are to be used very little people will exist and if they they remain here in the world still problems cancers whatever whatever blindness i mean you don't want to get into a nuclear war and as we see right now countries that have uh, they have the nuclear capabilities. U.S. and Russia, actually, according to the United Nations, they possess 90% of the world's nuclear um, weapons. Russia leading, then U.S., U.K., China, Pakistan, Israel, India, North Korea. And if people are picking sides here, I would ass- I would assume Russia, China will be together. Um, India has already said it's unaligned, and out of African countries, unaligned. North Korea will join Russia, then the US, UK, maybe Israel will be together. Pakistan, I see them joining Russia. A lot of Middle East, Russia, China will be together in North Korea. I'm yet to see this, how it goes. Uh, it's going to be bad. And what is the work, what is, um, what is the role of Africa in world wars? Because Africa is rarely spoken about. And that's how we are left in the big cake because we are not there actively. I'm not saying we, we should go to war, but amen, Africa, we need to step up a little bit. 
if these people are fighting for the big cake, we should be there fighting with them so that when it's in a katakatwa, we also get a piece. Yeah? Africa, the, the, the role of Africa in World War II was majorly um, a lot of Africans were taken to the United States and Europe to fight the wars. However, we have not seen active members of the war from Africa. So I don't know what Africa... Okay. I don't want to get into Africa because people will be like, are you insinuating that we, we start a war? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if people are looking for the big cake, where are you? Then after the big cake is is already partitioned, you start saying, oh, there was prejudice or there was this and that, and you are not there participating. Anyways, like this, this video right now. Click the like button. Share, share, share. Tell me what you think. Tell me um, what your views are, current affairs. I'd like to listen. I know I'm not correct. I'm not near correct. But we are here assuming things. These are just assumptions. Whatever you tell me is assumptions. Whatever I tell you is assumptions. Uh, due to time, I'll have to say goodbye to you guys. I love you so, so much. Remember to subscribe if you haven't. I love you so much.